0: Welcome to Our Objective Reality, where we attempt to understand the human condition by breaking down the factors that create the human experience. I'm your host, Lex Mel. As we are still awaiting guests to have on the show, in the meantime, I will begin to discuss some topics that I find of interest in this discussion. As a parent of two little girls and a former child of parents, that didn't always guide me in the most favorable of ways. I've realized that understanding ourselves is one of the biggest factors that can progress our lives or hinder our own success. What makes you, you? Have you ever stopped to think, who are you really? Not who you think you are. If you strip away all of the aspects of social conditioning that create our own paradigm of the world that we envision around us, we can begin to see all the world as it is, opposed to seeing it as we are. For example if we see the world as being judgmental and hateful then we see life through this lens by being judgmental and hateful opposed to seeing the world as kind and understanding we are a reflection of how we see the world when people bring their problems and their hostility towards you we tend to take things more personally as if what they are saying is somehow truth oftentimes this leads us to give more value to the what people say To us rather than knowing who we are and not taking it as personally it creates a paradigm shift when we begin to see what others say about us as a reflection of their own inner world and their state of how they view the world around them if we begin to understand ourselves on the same level we wish for others to understand us we can begin the arduous journey of self-realization however unpleasant it may be It is a necessary evil that we must endure. For when we realize that everything starts with us, then we can begin to create the world in which we want to live. Being a child in this society is to entrust those around you to guide you unknowingly into being an adult. From my personal experience, my parents didn't give me many skills that were useful for navigating this world. But at the same time, the struggles in which I endured gave me the groundwork to know what not to do with my own children. I had a very volatile childhood, to say the least. My stepdad prioritized his own biological children and treated his stepchildren like they were less than, at least from my perception of the experiences that I encountered. However, when my daughter was born, shortly after my stepfather's death, it took me a couple of years to realize that even though he may not have had or he may not have been a great father figure in my life, he did the best he could with what he knew. All the resentment that I held towards him began to fade as my journey as a parent brought me more insight into understanding my role in this human experience. Through navigating being a parent to my own children that were being kept for me due to their mother's narcissistic boyfriend, followed by a major depression, and the eventual kidnapping of my children. I came to learn that not everything needs me to react sharply. I came to learn that time is a secret ingredient to life. For in the moment, I didn't realize why I had to endure what I was going through. But I knew that in time, I would come to understand why I needed to experience it. I shifted my mentality from why is this happening to me, to everything is happening for me. I could wallow in misery and complain about my life, but what was that achieving? It would only keep me in a pattern of attracting more of the same kinds of thinking that brought on all of this in the first place. Instead of finding everything wrong with what was in my life, I decided to create a new paradigm that all of the suffering that I've endured up until this point and that I will endure in the future will be a part of the path that I need to endure to create the character that is necessary for who I am meant to become in all of this. We are the writers of our own story. We choose to react or respond to whatever happens to us. It is merely a matter of determining what we want to find value in in the moment. Depression is one of the most difficult situations a human can experience. The isolation, the disconnection with self, the unbearable sense of not knowing who or what you are. It becomes debilitating, almost to the point that you want to end your experience. But I've come to find that it is not that you truly want to end your experience. However, you want to end the parts of yourself that you were told were you. As Jim Carrey once put it, depression is a state of deep rest, where you're not okay playing the character that you've been playing, and your body forces you into a state of deep rest to reevaluate who you are, and who you were conditioned to be. We live our whole lives with people telling us how to think about the world, how to feel about certain topics, what to do in certain situations, and what you should be, and if you're good or bad at something. Then we get out into the world, not knowing how to be ourselves, in a world that's main function is mere survival. So it's no wonder while we're all struggling to make it one day at a time, How can we teach our children to know who they are if we are trying to keep our own head above water surviving ourselves? We lead by example, not only to our children, but to other adults as well. Even if we don't notice the impact we have on others, I can assure you that it is there. If all we do is merely survive, then we are inadvertently teaching others that survival is the purpose of living, and that cannot be further from the truth. After my own depression, I became a nihilist, where nothing had meaning, and the world just is. After a few months of my mentality shifted into more of an existentialism, where I questioned the meaning of everything. Although things had meaning, I couldn't quite understand why they did. Until one day I lost a good friend, which sparked a catalyst in my own understanding of the world around me. I came to understand that nothing has meaning unless I give it meaning, and that trying to understand why everything was had kept me from experiencing life for what it is. Life begins in every moment. Now is all that there is, and ever will be, for it creates both the past and the future. If I spend this moment thinking what I didn't do, or what has yet to come, then I remove the possibility of creating something meaningful in this moment. Our lives are our own to live. However, if we don't consciously realize this sooner, then we are bound to keep repeating patterns of behavior that will keep us stuck in a chaotic loop of misery. No matter where you are in life, the way we see things in the moment will inevitably determine where we will end up. But in order for us to truly understand how powerful we are, we must first begin to realize that everything starts within us, and how we view ourselves. When you begin to see the world as you are, then you unlock a new way of not only viewing the world, but also creating the world in which you wish to be a part of. I want to thank everyone that has listened to the first episode of Our Objective Reality. I look forward to seeing where we can take this, as this is not just my podcast, but an idea that I hope can spread and grow fruitfully as we encourage one another to be the best version of ourselves as we navigate this human experience. As always, have a wonderful day and a beautiful existence.